Hello, 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 wonderful people. Welcome once again to another episode of Transform Thursdays, where we take your heart, your mind, and your life to the next level through the word of the Lord. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode. So in this week's episode, as you can tell from the title, we are continuing in the part two of you are called to love. However, we are going to be looking more so in our responsibility to love those that are not currently in the family of God. So to bring this home, I'm just going to just tell you a scenario of what happened to me last year, actually. I remember when Spotify, shout out to you guys, when Spotify Premium actually had a collaboration with Google. So they were actually offering Google Eco, which is kind of like an Alexa. And this collaboration meant that whomsoever registered or had a Spotify Premium account could get a free Google Eco. So when I saw that, I literally jumped at it. I first of all secured my own Google Eco and then I immediately went to message as many people that I knew, put it in different WhatsApp chats that I'm at for people that I thought would actually benefit from it. So of course, some people saw the messages on the group and they got it by signing up from Spotify Premium while others saw the message and they just chose to ignore it. But whatever the decision was, that wasn't really up to me. I did my part. I told them about the good thing that was there. I told them about the benefit that I had from it because it actually worked because I was able to actually get mine just so I can confirm that it was also real. And when I told them whatever they decided to do, it was up to them. So bringing this analogy back to ourselves as Christians, we have a news that is even better than free speakers from Google. We have the good news. And this good news is the news of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. Essentially, God's plan to redeem us as the world and to bring us back into that position that was lost in the beginning when Adam and Eve fell. In the book of John chapter 15 verse 13 and 14, it says that no greater love does anyone have than to lay down their lives for their friends. And in verse 14, it says, you are my friends if you do what I command. So this was Jesus talking to his disciples. And when we think about it, what is this command that God has given to us through Jesus Christ? We find the command in the book of Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18, where it reads, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. We see here that our command is the Great Commission, which is to go to the ends of this world and preach God's good news. Talk about the good news of Christ, of God to people so that people may be saved, so that people that are not in the family of God may be able to be reconciled into that family and be returned into their rightful position that they had in the beginning of time. And by telling them 
about this. We are sharing the love of God to them. And by being intentional and actively speaking the good news to them, it allows them to be able to come back into that fold as the sheep of Christ, to be able to come back into the shepherd's flock. But this can really only happen if we, as children of God, recognize that we are called to love them. We are called to be intentional in our speaking, in our sharing of the good news. And the Bible even speaks of why it's important for us to be intentional. In the book of Romans chapter 10 from verse 14, it says, but how can they call on him to save them unless if they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them about him? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. So relating this back to Matthew chapter 28 that we just read earlier on, we see that we have been sent. The Great Commission is a task. It is a responsibility that as Christians, as people of God, as those that are God's beloved, as those that are currently in the family of God, we have been given this great responsibility to go and make disciples, to baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, to go and repeat and do the same thing that was done to us, that allowed us to be able to be restored into our sonship, into joint heirs with Christ Jesus. And as we do that and bring the light that is within us, the light of God, because, you know, in the book of Matthew chapter 5, it says we are the light of this world. And in John chapter 1, it says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. So essentially when we have Jesus, when we accept the good news of the birth, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have light come into us. So us being called to love those that are not currently in the family of God is to take this light that we have actively and intentionally go into the world, speak that light to them so that the spiritual blindness that is upon the people of this world that are not in the family of God can be open, that it may be enlightened. In John chapter 1 verse 5, it says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never comprehend it. So the darkness can never extinguish it, the darkness can never stop that light. And that's why it's important, as we read in Romans 10, for us to go out there and speak because how can people believe if we don't bring that light? How can they know the truth if we don't bring the truth? There are so many contradictory messages in this world talking about what God is and what God is not and all of that and living in people's own truth. But you can live in your own truth all you want, but if it's not the truth, then it's a lie. That's it. It's a lie. And unfortunately, people are living in a lie thinking that they're living in a truth. But if you're not living in Christ, you're not living in the truth because Jesus Christ is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. And we need that. We need him. So us as Christians, us as people of God, us as God's precious beloved ones are called to love those that are not in the family of God right now. We are called to love them by speaking to them. And we see God's heart 
for the salvation of people. Because in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, it says that God is not slow to fulfill in his promise in terms of coming back, in terms of bringing justice. It says in the NLT version that the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people may think. No, he's being patient for your sake. He doesn't want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. And that repentance needs us as children of God to do our part. We need to be that feet that brings the good news. We need to be the hands that, you know, serves in a way that shows that love of God to those that are currently not in the family of God. We need to do all of this because God has invested so much in the freedom of everyone. He sent his one and only son, which is himself. He had to come down to rescue us because any sort of sacrifice, any sort of good work that we may do is nothing. It would have done nothing. And we see even in the Old Testament, it is an example of how sacrifices that were made, of how the human nature could not live up to the standard of God's requirement. And that is why Jesus was sent. That is the good news. And that sacrifice, we as believers should not let it be in vain in terms of our fellow neighbors, our co-workers, our friends, even some of our family members our extended family members that are currently not in the family of God. We need to love them by speaking to them. It may hurt, but we have to be intentional. It may not be the nicest thing for them to hear, but that's only because it is something that is so different from what their mindset is currently at, not because it is wrong. And like I mentioned in last week's episode about speaking the truth in love, interacting, with ourselves in love. You can look into 1 Corinthians chapter 13, looking at the characteristics of love and how that is being shown. So once we implement those characteristics, which is very similar and related to the fruits of the Holy Spirit, once we incorporate that in how we speak to people and how we love them by telling them about the love of God for them, by telling them about the good news, we are not allowing God sacrifice to be in vain. We are doing our part to make sure that the death of Jesus Christ, the blood works for everyone so that everyone is saved, so that those within our sphere of influence are saved, so that those within our sphere actually get that benefit. Because think about the example that I brought up early on with the Spotify and the eco speakers. Those that signed up for it are currently enjoying the benefits of it right now. And those that did not sign up, perhaps they just didn't see the value in it. But when you speak the word and obey by showing love in that manner, you are doing your part. The Bible says that Paul planted and Apollos watered, but God is the one that brings increase. So we're just called to go speak, talk about him, share the word in truth, in love, and leave the rest to God to bring the increase. That is love. Telling them the good news, telling them about it is love. Not ignoring them as compared to ignoring them and thinking that, okay, I'm just going to do my own thing, enjoy the blessings by myself, and not speak about it in a way that's kind of selfishness. And it is the easiest thing to do, to not talk about anybody else and just focus on your own life and, you know, do your own thing. But 
Jesus did not leave us on this earth for us to just focus on our own lives and just do our own thing. The Great Commission is a prime example of that. He told us to go out into this world. And we even see in the book of Acts, when the Holy Spirit came upon the disciples, he told them, go around, start in Jerusalem, go to Judea, go to the ends of this earth, speak my word, talk to people about me. The Great Commission is a global thing. It is a thing that is not limited to one nation, one tribe, one nationality, one country. It is something that is meant to be global. It is meant to be a global impact. And so for us, we need to try and remember that, try and think about the sacrifice that God did by sending his one and only son. Jesus sacrificed his own life. He didn't have to, but he needed to because it was important. And so if it's important, and if you're enjoying that benefit as a child of God, you need to share it to others. Don't be selfish. Share that benefit. Share that love. Let people come in as well. Let people have that chance to hear as we read in Romans 10. Let them have that chance to hear the good news so that they may accept him, that they may believe him, and they too shall have the opportunity to go and share to the other people in their sphere of influence so that the cycle can continue to grow and we are increasing the kingdom of God and populating that while depopulating the kingdom of darkness. And for those of you that may be listening right now, um, perhaps you have not considered accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that God is not going to force you. God always gives us a choice. The Bible says that he has presented before us life and death, and it's up to us to choose. His recommendation is that we may choose life. I recommend that you choose life and not only recommend, but encourage you to choose life. Because no matter what you may be experiencing right now or enjoying right now, it is nothing compared to what you can have in God. And I'm not saying there's not going to be challenges in God, but you can be rest assured that you are going to be sustained and kept and protected by the one that sustains this whole world. The book of John tells us that Christ in him is life and everything in this world is moving, is breathing, it's working, it's sustained by him. Whether it's your health, whether it is your breath, whether it is your success, whether it's your family, your career, whatever it is that you may think that you're enjoying right now outside of Christ, you're only enjoying it by the mercies of God. And and since you're not in the family of God just yet, that blessing or that enjoyment can easily be taken away from you. And there is nothing that you can do to stop it from being taken away from you. But if you're in God, if you are in the family of God, you are protected on all sides that no matter what may come your way and no matter what you may face whether the good and the bad you can be rest assured that all things are working together for your good for your sake because you have the one that holds the whole world holding your life so if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior I want you to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ came to this earth he was born he died and he rested 
resurrected. And he did all of this for your sake because you were at fault, because you cannot live right in the eyes of God by yourself and you need him. Acknowledge him today as your personal Lord and Savior. Tell him that you believe him. Tell him that you recognize your fault and that you receive him in your heart and that you want him to come and take rulership, to protect you, to be your shepherd, to be your keeper, to be your personal Lord and Savior. And if you've said this prayer, I just join with you right now in agreement and I just thank God for your life and I welcome you into the family of God, knowing that you are protected, that as you are in the hands of God, nothing will ever be able to pluck you away from him. And please reach out to me if you have said that prayer with your mouth and you have confessed it in your heart because it is through that that you are saved. You can reach out and contact at me through the contact information in the description of the episode, regardless of whatever platform you're on, whether it's an Apple podcast, Spotify podcast, Google podcast, Anchor, or wherever else you may be listening to this episode on. And I would love to connect with you and give you some advice and some next steps and things that you can do to start up this new relationship with God and to enjoy the benefits that you get as being a beloved one of God. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Don't forget to share it with your friends, share it with those that you believe will be blessed by it. Thank you once again. Bye and God bless you.